tonight we are talking about <laughs> we're talking about ghosting this is something that i hear a lot common question i get is why do men ghost me why do people ghost me so i thought it would be a great time to address it in the master class that i did in self-carved in my group the four main types women usually attract i mentioned the four main types and this one is one of them so i thought it would be a great time to kind of dive a little deeper into it i just did an instagram post about it if you like tidbits of information a little more like compact you want to follow me on instagram i do some good posts there then i do short videos on tiktok now i want to expand upon my post that i shared because this is such an interesting topic and this is one one main one that a lot of women want to stop attracting so people who ghost you ghosts and it could be that you're listening to this and you are the ghost so either way you're gonna benefit okay <laughs> so people who ghost what's important to realize that is that people don't just do things to be evil people don't just just do things because they're stupid people don't just do things because they want to hurt others they don't do that okay and once you decide that you're gonna have a new mindset, your mindset is everything when it comes to the world of love, basically, and the dating world too, whatever that looks like for you, things are gonna start changing. You can't have an attitude with full of negativity that people are out, the people are evil, people wanna hurt you, or the people are this, or the people are that, and then thinking that you're gonna be able to change your life, that you're gonna be able to call in true love from that place, it doesn't work that way. So you wanna start with that. People don't do things to hurt you, they operate from a place of pain, they're operating from the place of, like, this is where they are right now, and this is the best that they can do, or this is the best they think they can do, right? Because we wanna say, oh no, they can do better. They know they shouldn't be doing that, but at that time, in their life, that's what they think is best. Or that's the level of strength they have, right? Maybe you would have had more strength to do something else, but that's what they are able to do at that point. Or that's what they choose to do, right? Based on their wounding. Hi, Michelle. So glad you're on, so glad you're on. So that's number one. That's number one because a lot of people carry negativity toward those people who have hurt them. And we put, lots of expectations and we put our hopes and dreams in other per in other people and we get really disappointed so we always have to understand that people operate from their level of consciousness basically like this is where they're at so what happens then when you are attracting a certain type when i'm talking about breaking your toxic patterns i'm not saying that people are there's something wrong with other people or that people are toxic or that you're toxic but behaviors are patterns are habits are and that's what we want to break that's what we want to break the emotional and the energetic connection that causes you to attract situations and people in your life that you don't love that you don't enjoy so ghosts being one of them ghosts being one of them and it doesn't matter if they ghost you even before you meet them right maybe you've decided that you're gonna go out on a date and they don't even show up um, maybe after the first date you never hear from them again or maybe you are dating them for a few weeks or maybe one or two or three months and then they ghost you out of nowhere it feels like 
So on the surface, it's gonna look like it's out of nowhere. But for this person, it's not out of nowhere. Nothing happens for no reason. So the person who ghosts is a person who has an avoidant attachment style, whether it's dismissive or fearful, most likely fearful, right? Because they're running away. So this person is afraid to get close to people. And this person has the father wound. This person has daddy issues. And this person is not in tune with their emotions. This is this happens when a person has the father wound. They are not in tune with their emotions. They are afraid of feelings. And they're not, since they are not able to regulate their own world and to handle their emotions, it gets intense when you come with yours. Okay? It's attractive to them. This is why you become a match. They're like, oh wow, like look at this. This is something cool. Like I haven't gotten here myself. So this is cool. So they don't necessarily mind you being open and you sharing. The problem becomes though, when you get too attached because they have an avoidant attachment style, they run away from problems and they also run away when they feel like things are getting too intimate. This is not to say that a person in a relationship, I always used to be this way and I worked my way over to a more secure attachment style, even though it can occasionally kick in here or there where I feel I want to avoid something, but I don't do it because I have healed myself a lot and I have gotten, I have gotten myself to a different place. This is again, not to say that a person can't have it in a relationship and it can still work when the person is doing the healing work, but, 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 but. This is a different level for a person who ghosts is very avoidant. This person is avoidant. Why? Well, because his or her needs weren't met when they were growing up as a child and it wasn't safe for them to feel their emotions, to express their emotions. They didn't have the attachment. They didn't get the attachment that they needed as children. So now they're struggling to um, attach in a healthy way to interdepend, right? To healthily depend on someone else that's not in them. And so what happens is when this, when a person has an extreme level of this, this is usually when a person becomes a narcissist, when they're completely shut down in their emotions. So again, a person who ghosts, they're afraid of commitment. They're afraid of being too close to someone. And you may ask why, like if they didn't get it before, why wouldn't, why would they not want it now? It's not that they don't want it. They want it deep down, but they're afraid that they can't handle the pain if it doesn't work out, right? They've already experienced many, many, many years of not getting what they needed and not getting what they wanted, right? And now they're getting a taste of it, right? With you. And they're like, what if it doesn't work out? What if they leave me? So it's kind of like an early stage of self-sabotage. They are afraid to go there. But it's interesting in the beginning, you may ask, well, why do they start talking to me? Why do they tell me they want to see me? Why do they say all these things? Didn't they mean any of that? They could have meant all of it. But again, the fear kicks in. The fear kicks in from the father wound, from the avoidance attachment style. They are afraid of what's going to happen if they get too attached to you. What if they experience something, the very thing that they've always wanted? What if they feel like they're going to start depending on you? Oh my gosh, this is the biggest fear of theirs because when they attempted to, what? To depend on their parents or their caregivers, it did not work out. It did not work out. It was very chaotic in their childhoods. So they are really afraid of going there because they know what happened when they tried to go there when they were little when they were growing up. 
So there is no baseline foundation where they know, okay, so if I depend on this person, I'm not talking about codependence. Again, I'm talking about interdependence, being dependent and healthily be able to depend on someone else at the same time. So if a person's never had that foundation and you don't even have it either, if you attract people like this, and we're going to talk about that too, they don't have that foundation. So they don't have anything to go off. And so this is what happens. So they get a little taste. They're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This woman is amazing. And if they've been making you feel like you're very special and they really care for you, they do. It's just that they cannot handle it. It's them. But I hope me explaining this really shows you that it really is them. It's not just the saying like, it's not about you, it's about me. It really is about them. And if you're the one who does this, then it, it is about you too. It is about you too. You don't feel comfortable feeling your emotions. You don't feel comfortable thinking about connection. Like this person is really afraid to be intimate, to be vulnerable, to express themselves, to be emotionally naked because they don't know what's going to happen if they do that. They only know what happened in the past when they did it, right? So that's something to consider. Like a lot of people don't even know. Like a person who goes to you has father has the father wound, has daddy issues most likely, and has an avoidance attachment style. That is why they avoid you. So you may say, oh, why don't, why don't they just tell me? <laughs> because, 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 because they don't have the emotional intelligence. They don't have the foundation. They don't have the practice. They are afraid of your reaction. They're not good with emotions. They might... If they were to tell you, hey, you know, I don't want to see you anymore, your reaction could be anything. And they don't know if they're going to be able to handle that. So they want to spare themselves and you the pain. So they just take off. Just take off. It's nothing personal. Of course, it feels personal. It is very personal to them. It's all about them and their experience. The reason why they do what they do. If a person is healthy emotionally, if a person is healed enough, if a person is secure in themselves, if a person doesn't mind relying on another person, they're not going to do this. So in a way, this is a great, a great, great, great thing for you to happen, for, for it to happen in your life because you see something, you can learn something from it and you can ask yourself, you know, what in me attracted that? What in me attracted that? And maybe how much of my own worth did I place in that person? You got so excited. You got so committed. You got so involved. And now that person walked away and it feels like your entire world is falling apart, right? So it's teaching you deeper, deeper levels of self-love too. And for the, 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 you need to do more healing as well, right? So it's always a learning experience. But what happens is when we continue to attract a certain type, we make the what the conclusion that everybody is the same. I thought about this today. I'm about to say it. It's the same thing as having a bad a bad experience with like five Asians or five black people or five white people. And then you say, oh, all of them are the same. Okay, I have to be extreme sometimes for people to get it. I saw something today too. Someone wrote a post. What, how do I handle the fact that everybody is, all men are low quality men? No, that's your belief because that's been your experience. This is what we do. 
Our brain likes to do this. To, to, to what? To be habitual, to create conclusions. Our brain is lazy. It sees something for an X amount of time. And then also when we're operating from a hurt place, it's the best thing to tell ourselves that this is just how it is. Rather than asking ourselves, what's going on with me? If there's something wrong with them, then me, that means I don't have to do any work. There's nothing wrong with me. I didn't do that. They did that. Instead of looking at where was I at when I attracted them? How did I feel about myself? What's going on with me? How can I break my own emotional and energetic patterns so I stop attracting these type of people? And like I've said before, it's not just in the dating world. The pattern that you have carries over everywhere else. So if you are not attracting healthy romantic relationships, you're most likely not attracting very healthy friends either. And you most likely don't have very, very good and deep relationships with the people in your, in your life. There is something that can be worked on there too, okay? So now we're gonna dive in and talk about you, the person who does attract, the person who ghosts. Michelle said, this sounds exactly like a guy. I know I'm no longer in touch with him because of the chaotic friendship we had. I was spending my time trying to help him through his challenges instead of facing my own. Exactly, so common. So that takes me to the flip side of it. If you're the one who attracts a ghost, then you are the person like Michelle was just sharing, a person who wants to fix, help, save someone else. Because why? You have an anxious attachment style you most likely have an anxious attachment style and you have the mother wound, mommy issues to, to make it even simpler. So you grew up walking on eggshells. You grew up being the emotional caretaker. You, you made sure everybody else was good. Like you came last, you came last. So because there was so much chaos, because there was so much chaos, you didn't want to add to it. You were kind of like in the, in the fawn response of, of the trauma responses. It was like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? How can I ensure not to add to this chaos already? How can, my, I, how can I make sure that my alcoholic mom or dad or my abusive mom or dad or my sad mom or dad, the, how do I make sure that I don't intensify that? How do I suppress myself as much as possible so I don't make things worse? And maybe if I make sure that everybody else is happy, maybe then, maybe then I'll get some attention. Maybe then I'll get some validation. Maybe then I'll get some approval. Maybe then I'll get some praise. Maybe then I'll get some love. And I always say this, this doesn't have to be conscious. This happens on a, a subconscious level many times. We don't know that we're doing this. So if this was the way you grew up, then, you have an underlying feeling of, you know, I am not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I don't deserve too much. I'm here to please. I'm here to save. I'm here, here to help. I'm here to fix. I'm here for other people. But deep down, you want it too. So many times this person actually becomes very manipulative. This is also the person that turns into the empath. So it's like, I'll do all these things for you, but I want something in return. I'm not going to say it. And I don't even think it. A lot of it is subconscious. You're not even aware of it. But eventually you're like, what the heck? 
This is why this type often gets very, very angry and holds on to a lot of resentment when they attract emotionally unavailable people, when they attract ghosts, when they attract narcissists. Because deep down, they want something. You want something. You do something and you want something in return. And you don't want to admit it because you're so used to doing for other people. This is what you were, what, programmed to do. This is what you taught yourself to do. Or maybe you saw your mom doing this. So you're like, okay, this is how I have to be as a woman. I have to suppress myself. So this happens. And then because you don't feel good enough about yourself and because you're seeking for something external, which you did when you were a little girl growing up, you attract this, this type. You become a perfect match to this person. Because why? They need some type of rescue and you're there to rescue. They're not emotional enough. You're emotional. You can feel and read emotions. So you become a good match. They are exciting to you because they don't seem like they care too much. So it's like, how can I buy their love? Or how can I maybe be a little bit more like them, care a little less? And they are attracted to you because you're more in tune with the emotional end of the spectrum. They like getting that attention. That's what they didn't get before. But at the same time, they're afraid. But for years, like, let me cling on. Let me make sure that they don't leave me. Let me make sure that they appreciate me. Let me do, 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 do. I think I've shared this before. I don't remember when. But when I was in college, there were always girls who would... Um, do all kinds of stuff for the guys. Like they would drive them around everywhere, buy them food, buy them candy, uh, take them to games, take them out. It was always like the girl was doing everything for the guy. I'm not saying it's not the opposite too, but obviously I'm speaking to women. And I was always curious about that. Even when I was younger, so it's like my first year in college, I was 19 years old. I'm like, why is she doing all that? And today, to be able to look at that and be like, oh, wow, like, all right, I do this today, it's clear what was going on. It's clear what was going on. And no matter how much she did, or they did, because I saw it in several occasions, it was never enough. And the person would still be disrespectful to them. The person would still break up with them. The person would never reciprocate it. So we may think oftentimes that we do something unconditionally, but... When you're operating from a wounded place, you're not. Shelsa, I've been told by so many people that I am that way. It did feel good to be wanted around, even, even though it was to listen and help with other people's problems. Yes, because it helps you, what, get away from your own. <laughs> so nothing that I'm sharing is to, my aim is not to make you feel bad. It's never about you feeling bad or getting mad at yourself or frustrated. I'm here to shed light and bring awareness to what the heck is going on. It, this is not an accident. The opposite attracts for a reason. Even when you're doing healing, even when you go from the wounded masculine to the healthy and the more sacred masculine, even when you go from the wounded feminine to the more divine and the more sacred feminine, you're still going to be attracting someone who's somewhat opposite. If you're very, very feminine, you're going to attract someone who's more masculine. So if you're very, 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 very emotional, you're going to attract someone who's less emotional. It's not your fault or the other person's fault. It's just like your current energetics. 
It's your energy right now. It's your emotions right now. It's your mindset right now. It's your level of healing and growth right now that is a certain type of match to something that you don't want. It works the same way when it comes to money. You want a certain amount of money, but you're currently not aligned with it. So you have to do the work to get yourself to a point where you're aligned with it. Until then, you're going to attract a different level, a different amount of money. And then what are you going to say? All money in the world is the same. Well, yeah, all the money is money, just like all men are all men with their different traits and different qualities and different personalities, right? Amazing. Thank you. I appreciate all you say, all you say and do. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. So we have the ghost and we have the person being ghosted. Let me know too. Are you the one who ghosts or are you the one who, who's been ghosted? And is this something that's been repeatedly happening to you? Is this still happening or have you been able to break this pattern? Because, because, because if you do want to break this, if you do want to break this, regardless of which one you are, or if you have something else like, well, I'm not attracting a ghost, but I'm attracting the narcissist, or I'm attracting the codependent person, or I'm attracting, attra attracting the mama's boy, I'm attracting everything but high quality people. Like if you're attracting a certain type of pattern, a certain type of person, and if you've noticed like, dang, like I'm holding on to a lot of people, they're not very healthy for me, and I'm not able to really break free from the energy and the emotions attached to those people, then you would love, I would love to have you join me in Healing Academy. Michelle knows this is what we're going to be doing this round of the Academy. We're going to be focusing on breaking these patterns, okay? This is not coming from a place of, again, these people are toxic. You got to figure out, figure out a way to cut them all out of your life. No, it's about your inner world. How can you shift your energy and your emotions and your mindset to get to a point where you're no longer a match to that? That's what it's all about. And I've said it before, it doesn't have to take a long time. I went from attracting emotionally unavailable people for a very long time to and people who, who like needs my saving to attracting my husband, who's the complete opposite once I'd done the work. It wasn't that I started a brand new process and slowly but surely started attracting other type of people, which it might be for you, right? You have your own inner journey and there's no timeline to this. But for me, it, it shifted immediately when I did this work. So in this program, we're going to be looking at some of those things, why you have this pattern, when it originally originated, what it's been looking like, what is it that you've been seeking in these relationships? What is it that you're clinging on to? What is it that you're needing? What, it is, what is it that you're wanting? Like, why is this continuing to happen? So we're going to be able to break all that down so you can break that. So you can break that energetic and emotional pattern. And then what we're going to be doing is going to be the most fun part. That's to actually help you create a new pattern. So you're now a match to what you desire. Because that's the key, key point with it. To become the person who is a match to what she desires. Because if you're no longer a match to what you don't want, you're free. But if you are a match to what you don't want, then you're going to start, then you're going to continue to believe oh, I'm not good enough. It's not working for me. The dating world sucks. Everybody's the same. All that junk. 
And then you're going to accept that as a reality. But that's only one reality. There are so many potential realities that you can tap into. But the secret is to do the inner work. And again, this specific stuff that I've been talking about today is what we're going to be doing in this round. The special round of Healing Academy called the Trauma Bond Edition. I'm so excited. Okay. If you want to join, let me know here or shoot me a message. It is on early bird for 777 until Friday at midnight. And then the price is going to go up to 1111 Okay. It's three weeks long, three to four weeks long. Um, eight live trainings, including two Q&As. You're going to be getting weekly homework. We're going to be doing some intense work. You're going to get group support. And if you join by Friday, you're going to get some bonus trainings as well. All right. Hope you enjoyed this. Please share this on your page if it was helpful and tag the person who's been ghosted or tag the person who has been ghosting so they can start healing from this and start realizing what this is all about. Gotta get to the root of things in order to change them. Okay. Hope you enjoyed this and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.